This is the Waterboy the Cross Politic Daily News Brief for Wednesday, June 22nd, 2022. Our Fight Lap Feast magazine is a quarterly issue that packs a punch like a 21-year Belvini no ice. I just, I just love that imagery. We don't water down our scotch. Why would we water down our theology? This is a this magazine is a mini book-like experience every quarter, and the next issue is actually uh, the grace of theonomy. So go to flfnetwork.com forward shop or FLF network click on shop you'll get there to the magazine subscribe now subscribe your friends timothy keller rick warren uh also our friend greg johnson and you know you know, just to sub- subscribe them all uvalde shooting could have been stopped in three minutes oh my goodness this is according to the post millennial the head of the texas state police stephen mccraw spoke to the state's senate committee on tuesday where he heavily condemned the response by police during the Rob uh, the Rob Elementary massacre that saw 19 children and two teachers killed. He also said the officers on the scene would have stopped gunman Salvador Ramos's rampage within three minutes. Okay, this is actually the Associated Press reported on that part of it. During his testimony, he said that it was the teachers of Rob Elementary and not law enforcement who should be given praise for the heroic actions one month ago. Ooh. He said that the police could have acted faster than they did, having enough firepower and protection to do so. Steve McCaw goes on to say the officers had weapons, they had body armor, the children had none. And the response to the Uvalde shooting was an abject failure as the on-scene commander waited for things like a key that, had, that he never needed. There is compelling evidence, uh, McCraw continues to say, there's compelling evidence that the law enforcement response to the attack of Rob Elementary School was an elementary, ab- was an abject failure, an elementary failure too, an abject failure, and antithetical to everything we learned over the last two decades since the Columbine massacre. Oh, that is a tough testimony there. I believe they're actually looking through all the evidence on the scene. Um, even this past week, I believe they're uh, looking at the door and analyzing the door and, and, and some of that. So I think more evidence is going to come out or more of the story is going to unfold this week as they kind of break down the actual evidence of what's going on inside what happened inside the building. Megan Rapine tells girls, Rapino, ugh, you know, she's that lesbian soccer player. Parents to suck it up. She tells uh, girls, parents to suck it up over trans athletes. This is according to Daily Wire. Soccer superstar and political activist Megan Rapino argued in an interview published Sunday that female athletes and their parents need to suck it up over advantages biological male transgender athletes have over girls. The forward told Time Magazine she is 100% supportive of the trans inclusion in girls' sports, dismissing concerns about fairness while emphasizing that people need to understand that sports is not the most important thing in life. <laughs> As she got her name recognition and her whole life off it. That's, that's great. Rapino also urged that high-level support sports are all about regulation which the athlete apparently believes can erase trans athletes' advantages. A recent study published by the Britain Journal of Sports Medicine suggests that's not true. I would encourage everyone out there, Rapino said, who's afraid of someone going, going to have an unfair advantage over their kid to really take a step back and think that we are actually talking about here. The 36-year-old said, we're talking about people's lives. I'm sorry, your kid's high school volleyball team just isn't that important. 
Um, man, just imagine if all the male soccer players identified as women and played on the women's soccer team and she would have no soccer job anymore. She would think very differently. And I think people also need to understand that sports is not the most important thing in life, right? Right? Life is the most important thing in life. She said, how deep? We're talking about kids, Rapino said. We're talking about people's lives. We're talking about the entire state government coming down on one child in some states, three children in other states. The SB award winner claimed without evidence that gender confusion children are committing suicide at higher rates because they are being told that they're gross and different and evil and sinful and they can't play sports with their friends that they grow up with, not to mention trying to take away health care. Oh, you throw health care in it. Why don't you? We actually, our daily show on Tuesday uh, kind of hit how we're being jammed and how we're being desensitized and how we're being basically groomed to uh, you know, come along with Rapino's worldview. DeSantis, DeSantis expected to sign a bill making all religious services essential. Um, the headline's not quite uh, accurate. Okay, this is according to the Daily Wire again. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis is expected to sign a bill passed by the state legislator that declares all religious services essential. Um, but again, there's more to this bill. Senate Bill 254 was sent to DeSantis on Friday with signing expected by June 30th, according to the governor's office. The bill was approved in the state's Senate in January. Well, finally getting there. An emergency order authorized by this part may not directly or indirectly prohibit religious service activities, the bill states. Okay, that that sounds uh, reasonable. However... A general provision in an emergency order which applies uniformly to all entities in the affected jurisdiction may be applied to a religious institution if the provision is in furtherance of compelling governmental interest and is the least restrictive means of furthering that compelling governmental interest. Who's God here? The government. Okay. Here's what the sponsor of the bill said, um, Jason Brodeur. If I said his last name right, he said it basically says if Publix is open, you know, Publix like Safeway, Walmart, Costco, if Publix is open, so is your place of worship. What it doesn't seek to do is what we've seen in some other states where churches, synagogues, and mosques were singled out for congregated activities. They were, here's what's deceptive about that. They were singled out in Florida. They were shut down in Florida. Churches were shut down in Florida. Rodney Howard Brown was arrested for opening up his church in Florida while Publix was open. So this is really disingenuous, but the bigger thing that's happening here is, you remember the First Amendment, you know, that old dusty First Amendment? It protects churches already. Congress shall make no law. It actually has a separate category for churches than, you know, Walmart or Costco or Publix. But what they're doing here in this law, and I think they I, I assume I, I assume conservatives have all the good intentions here of trying to make things and trying to equalize the playing field with what happened in 2020. But what they're doing here is they're making the grocery store equal with your church. And that is not what the Constitution says. This is actually this bill will actually be used against churches now. Very egregious of what's happening here. Boniface Woodworking, Father's Day is here and just happened, um, but it's still not too late, okay? Okay, wives, you know, Boniface Woodworking exists for those who enjoy shopping with integrity, who want to buy handmade wooden furniture, gifts, and heirloom items that will last for generations. From dining tables and church pulpits to cigar humidors and everything in between, quality pieces that you can give your children's children, tie them to the roots, and transcend the basic function of whatever they are. 
So start voting with your dollars and stop buying cheap crap. Our Garrison likes apparently writing that in our um, yeah, a copy here from, from people who hate you. Visit BonifaceWoodworking.com to see their gallery, learn their story, and submit your order for heirloom quality wood items. You know, like a, like a nice cigar refrigerator. That's exciting. Joe Biden's administration is now recommending babies six months and above get the vaccine. This is crazy. A monumental step forward. The United States is now the first country in the world to offer safe and effective COVID-19 vaccines for children as young as six months old. My administration, with the help of the CDC, has been planning and preparing this moment for this moment for a long time. This is no time for politics. It's about parents being able to do everything they can to keep their children safe. So there you go. But here's the deal. And as we've said before, the Biden administration, they don't care about science. Um, listen to Rand Paul's challenge here to Fauci. There are no studies on children showing a reduction in hospitalization or death with taking a booster. It's unbelievable what Rand Paul just pushed uh, for there. Why is Rand Paul the only guy figuring this out? There are no studies documenting the safety of this vaccine for six month to five-year-olds. Zero zilch zip. Fauci doesn't care about science either. Stop listening to these people who think they can run your lives through fake science. I want to end here as I'm starting to do on Tuesday, on Wednesdays, excuse me, Tuesdays, on Wednesdays with the Christian Almanac. So George Grant wrote, uh, along with uh, uh, Greg, Gregory Wilbur, wrote Christian Almanac, and every day he has a little um, uh, tidbit of of a news, excuse me, of historical situation that happened or historical uh, uh, event that happened on this day uh, in 2022 or on this day, you know, how, however many years years ago. So here we are. We're um we're June 22nd, um, 2022, and George and the and the Christian Almanac for today says this: the contentious Third Ecumenical Council was held in the ancient city of uh, Ephesus in Asia Minor on this day, June 22nd in 431. It had been called to resolve a doctrinal controversy that had split the entire church into two camps. The teachings of the Nestorians, the prominent archbishop of Constantinople, had been challenged by Cyril, the equally prominent bishop of Alexandria. The emperor Thodisius who called the council, believed that the strength of his empire depended upon true worship of God without the intermingling of a man, of any manner of falsehood. Thus, he was determined not to allow the controversy to remain unsolved. The conflict actually originated in the school of Antioch when Diodorus and Theodore, bishop of uh, Mepsuetesia, argued that the human and divine natures of Christ could have could not have been united from the moment of conception in the womb of Mary. The orthodox position had always been that Mary was the Theotokos, literally the God-bearer or mother of God. And the church had thus always taught that though the Virgin Mary was not the progenitor, holly, sorry guys, of the eternal and invisible Trinity, she was nevertheless the mother of the incarnate second person of the Trinity, the God-man Jesus. Thus, Theotokos was an important honorific title intended as to emphasize the union of Christ's two natures. 
Nestorius, though, taking his cues from his mentors in Antioch, refused to accept the title Theotokos and argued that it's irrationally, it is rationally belittled the character and nature of Christ's humanity. The council at Ephesus opened before Nestorius and his followers were able to arrive to explain their position more fully. They, thus, they were never actually able to answer the charges against them. Nevertheless, the heresy seemed clear-cut. As a result, Cyril, with the agreement of Theodosius and uh, Celestine, the Archbishop of Rome, issued a series of anathemas. In effect, he served as both accuser and judge, but it was more than evident to most of the other 200 theologians, pastors, and bishops that Nestorianism undermined the essential aspect of the very nature of Christ, the Incarnation, and the Trinity. So uh, the Ecumenical Council uh, on this day, June 22nd, 431 uh, AD. This is Gabriel Wrench with the cross News. Support Rowdy Christian Media by joining our club at FightLabFeast.com, downloading our app, and head to our annual Fight Lab Feast conference and events. If this content is helpful to you, would you please consider becoming a Fight Lab Feast club member? We are trying to build a cancel-proof media platform, and we cannot do it without an army of club members. And so we need your help. Join today and get a discount to our annual conference in October in Knoxville. Have a great day.